Welcome into our weekly 80 podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org, ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. And by the way, first of all, before we talk to the to our guests here today, these podcasts you can find on like nine different platforms right now. Uh, all the links are on SoundCloud.com slash ESP Media, but again, nine different platforms. So basically, if you can't find this podcast, you're not really trying. I just want to put that out there. I am Jason Griefer. We're joined by Anderson Athletic Director Chris Newton and Assistant AD Zach McCormick. Gentlemen, good to talk to you. I know you're fired up. It was a busy week, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But uh, we're starting off the week well, aren't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jeez, oh, Pete. It was a huge weekend. We, we are fired up, and then this week is going to be enormous. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about over the weekend and, and one of the cooler events as far as high school athletics go that you'll find in the area. Uh, cross country heads up to Centerville. The Saturday Night Lights was just awesome, and I'll get your thoughts on it here in just a moment. But it gets even better because the girls bring, the girls bring home all the hardware. They win the thing. Boys finish third. Uh, first of all, two-part question for you guys. Number one, how big is this event in general? And then secondly, I need you to confirm or deny that you had to rent a U-Haul to bring home all your hardware. question um enormous i mean it is uh it it is an event where well first of all anything at night attracts it it just magnifies the situation and um it's a little difficult as you can imagine uh running a cross-country event at nighttime and what centerville does they just go in and um go above and beyond a call of duty with with getting all kinds of really neat things in there for those kids and making it just to be, and you know, just magnifying the situation incredible. So it was a huge night, heavily attended by so many schools. I believe there was 100 schools there, different competition levels. And it was just, it was a great night for our kids. Answer two. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't one of the big U-Hauls, but I was up at U-Haul this weekend and renting <laughs> one. So, um, heck, we had like personal, personal best all over the place season best i think our top seven boys all set personal records so we're looking to go to centerville more often yeah no kidding uh it just it's it's cool to see an event like cross country that you know may not necessarily get the all the the notoriety that you know, your football your soccer your baseball those kind of basketball i should say those events get to put the focus on these athletes like this it, it's it's a really cool concept oh yeah because i i gotta tell you and, and zach Zach will, will tell you as well. He, he saw his first uh, cross-country meet ever uh, last weekend. The, the effort that these kids put into it, it's just as great as any other sport. You know, football doesn't put any more effort than cross-country does. Um, you know, I, I, I truly believe this cross these cross-country kids, they put greater effort than anybody. Um, just they push themselves way past the limit. And, uh, and it is great to see the kind of recognition they got. And uh, we, we had, a, you know, Emma, Emma Stanger, our freshman, she came in third. Chloe Callahan came in fifth. And the top boys finisher was Dustin Pond coming in ninth. How excited are you, both you guys, knowing the fact that Emma Stanger is a freshman and already doing finishing third in a meet as big as this is? Oh, it's huge. I mean, for a freshman to be doing that, it just shows that she's been putting so much work in up to this point. We are excited for her to terrorize the uh, all the different tracks that she's going to be running in for the next four years. It's a great way to put it, terrorize the tracks. <laughs> well, and the neat thing about cross country is generally when you have them for cross country, you got them 
in another sport as well, track. So we're excited, you know, as Emma is going to do a great job with us in cross country, but then we get to see her again in track. We don't have to wait a whole nother year. We get to have to wait about four months. So you're gonna, she's going to spoil you guys, basically, is what you're saying. That's that's the plans. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> well, hopefully that continues the case. And again, she's only going to get better because she's just a freshman. Uh, let's also t- touch on the uh, the ECC opener in football this past week. Uh, a big win over Kings. We had the tailgate. The ESP Media produced the tailgate at the showdown set up there. Uh, a wild game, winning the game 59-41 to again in the home opener. I mean, what an environment uh, this turned out to be for your for your team. It was. It was an incredible environment set up by the, the tailgate at the showdown. Tom Gamble and the guys coming and, and, and Fox 19 with Jeremy Rowan, Joe Daneman. Um It was just, it was really neat. Our kids really stepped up. It was funny because um, the week before, I guess, they had a good one and they, they kind of challenged us. And uh, to, to, to do a good job, and our kids really stepped up. And, um, and I think just the environment to, to the tailgate at the showdown was outstanding. And then our football team played incredibly well, incredibly well. Yeah, fifty-nine to forty-one. That's that's an exciting game, no matter what happens there. Both I ask both of you guys this: it's an, it's interesting dynamic you guys have being administrators. You're tra- wearing a bunch of different hats during events and uh, making sure things are going smoothly. People want to come up, and say hi. They want to talk to you about this, talk to you about that. How much are you able to actually be fans during the games? Are you able to kind of keep an eye on it, watch what's going on, and just focus on that, or are you trying to balance everything else at the same time? Um, I, I would say this. Uh, you know, number one, the, the, you know, as you mentioned, the, the most important thing is that the event runs smoothly and that we take care of all the little things behind the scene to make sure. Once 7 o'clock hits um, and we get to that game, it, it's great. But there are still things that happen. Um, I have to be honest with you, though, I, I get to be a little bit more of a fan than Zach does. Unfortunately, you know, fortunately for me, Zach is all over the place and doing all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, he, he does a tremendous job running behind the scenes, doing all those things. So he lets me watch the game a little bit more than he gets to watch. So now you've got, now you've got Withrow coming up next. They got a nice win to start league play as well. Obviously we're going to need another big crowd here, but, uh, I want to talk about, uh, your quarterback, Jackson Kuhn, uh, a terrific night against Kings over uh, 400 yards passing six touchdowns, uh, how important is that going to be for him to have performances like that going forward if you're going to try and win the ECC? It's definitely it's going to be huge. I mean, with our with our style of play and Coach Evan Dreyer, we like to spread 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 our guys out, move the ball down the field, get get up tempo, and play pretty fast. So I mean, for Jackson Kuhn, he got in a rhythm pretty early against uh, Kings there, and then I mean, got multiple different receivers involved. I mean, we had James Camden. Ross Parrish, Bennett Snyder, I mean, Cooper Bushman. I mean, we had so many different guys that um, Jackson was hitting and getting involved to where it just made it tough on the defense because you can't really key on one guy and try and take him away because Jackson was all over the place. He was, I mean, he played really, really well. And, I mean, I look forward to him doing it again against Withrow because his confidence is high right now after a game like that. Um, receiving the Mercy Health MVP, so we're excited. I know he's excited, and I think and Withrow's tough this year too. So we got to play with a chip on our shoulders still, and I think Jackson's going to 
carry that load and continue to uh, have a great performance against Withrow next week. So you get the win in football on Friday. Saturday we switch to the European type of football. Girls soccer still at the top of the ECC. Thank you for that. I know it's a cheap. I know it's cheap. But uh, <laughs> uh, step out of league play on Saturday and get a monstrous 2-0 win uh, over Colerain. Abby Ellis with a big goal. And I saw the, the, the interview on social media afterwards n- immediately giving credit to her teammates and her coaching staff. That's really cool to see. Yeah, how about that? I mean, it was, uh, it, number one, it was a very physical game. They were going at it. Bodies were flying everywhere. It was, it was fun to watch as, a, as an American football kind of guy. That was fun to watch, those girls getting after it. So, um, yeah, Carly Steiner, you know, putting in a uh, – we got a penalty kick there, and then Abby Ellis taking care of business. But it, you're, you're right, that interview, was it was very neat to see because, um, you know, we, those aren't planned out. Those are just winged, and, um, and as we go on to that. But it was, it was so nice to hear a young lady giving the coach credit for talking about it and then giving her teammates credit when that was her first ever goal at the varsity level. And it just uh, just goes to show what kind of young lady she is. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, a big ma- league match against Turpin on Tuesday night. Zach, I'm going to ask you about this. This this team has been remarkable from the start. You know, four goals allowed in a year, seven shutouts. Uh, how impressed are you that they keep pressing on like this, continue to get results like this, and seemingly from the outside, they're not letting the success get to their heads? Yeah, I mean, that, it, start, it starts with the coach, Andy Boyd, obviously. I mean, He's a he's a great guy, and he he puts the pressure on those girls to keep to keep getting better, and not not getting satisfied. And they they take every day as a different challenge. They don't try and look ahead. They don't try and um, kind of focus on the past and what they've done so far. And then we have a tremendous group of seniors who have been there. They've been playing at the varsity level for quite some time now. So they're they're at the head of the <clears throat> head of the car there. And I mean it's. It's great to have them lead us, and going up against Turpin, they've been there, the girls have been there, and they're ready. I mean, they're they're excited about it. Anytime we play the team on Bartles Road, we're we're very excited, and our seniors are ready to lead them to victory. The boys' side, they're going to take on Turpin as well on Wednesday. They're they've got a couple of nice wins in a row after a couple of tough results. Uh, before that, headed in the right direction uh, towards postseason play, looking to get back over the 500 mark and press on towards the top half of the league. So it seems like right now they, they've started to turn things back around and, and at the right time as we're headed towards the end of the regular season. Yeah, and, and like we talked about last week, we you know we scheduled one of the best um, best schedules around, and, and just to make sure our kids were were ready for the tournament. And you know, here in a couple weeks, everybody's 0 and 0. Just matter how you've played and, and have you been through the wars of the regular season? And our kids, there's nobody that's been through greater wars than our kids have. And and you're right, we're getting ready to go. We got a we got a big night here Wednesday night versus we're inviting Bartels Road to come on over, and so it's going to be a huge night here. And uh, you know, we, we we hope to continue to play well. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of playing well, the. Uh... You had some uh, some uh, members of your girls' tennis team bring home some hard some hardware and some medals from the uh, coaches classic over the weekend. I know it's a big event around here, but to uh, you know, have some winners bring home some hardware that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean, Jewel and Andrea. I mean, they 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 really stepped their game up and and have played very well here. And with Jewel um, uh, finishing first, I mean, amazing at the third singles, and, and Andrea coming in second. Um, in in uh, the second single, 
really stepped their game up. I know Brent Johnson has been very, very, very pleased with uh, with how these young ladies have worked throughout the year. And, it's, you know, the most important thing is not where you start, it's where you finish. And are you consistently getting better and better and better? And our girls' tennis program has gotten so much better each and every day. Um, and, and they're starting to see the, the, bent, the, the reaping the rewards uh, of the hard work that they've put in this year. Yeah, and it's certainly, as, as we said, uh, pay, paying off definitely uh, uh, at the right time. Uh, golf on the other side here, we're, we're heading into to, uh, the postseason play. Uh, boys golf, Coach Lund got his team ready for the, the league championships at week's end. You know, girls golf, they've still got some work to do before getting into the postseason matches today and tomorrow. You know, Coach Hausberger going to have them uh, ready to go as well. Then they've got sectionals next Monday. In talking to uh, Coach Lund and Coach Hausberger, do you get the sense that they're excited and they're ready to get into the uh, the postseason play? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, our coach Lund, he is he is very confident in our young men that he puts out there. Um, you know, he's got about eight uh, young men that he's very confident in uh, putting out there, and um, so it's a tough decision for him for you know to decide on the six that he throws out there. Um, but we'll, we got a good we got a good week ahead of us. We got King of the Hill on Tuesday. We got the ECC tournament on Thursday. So um, these kind of things just get the the, the guys ready um, for those section on that state tournament. And again, the the neat thing about our boys golf team is it just doesn't rely on one individual. You know, Jackson Miller might step up and, and be the leader one day. Uh, Charlie Kreider, Jake Parrish. Ethan Lake, they all take turns. And then the other day, a guy that's kind of been going back and forth between JV and varsity, Joey Crone, Joey Crone steps up and becomes the top medalist at the, uh, at the match. And so uh, that's neat when you have kids that you have confidence in that can step up and put those kind of performances there. Absolutely, and on the the girls' side again, you got match couple of matches today in, uh, tomorrow. But uh, Megan Bryan, boy, what a season she continues to have! Third in the league in scoring, playing a lot of golf. I'm looking at the leaderboard as far as scoring goes. I mean, she's up there not only in the top as far as average goes over nine, but she's playing more holes than anybody else that's on this leaderboard. It's impressive that she continues to play a lot of golf and consistently puts up top flight results. Yeah, and and you know. Megan is a, is a young lady that, um, you know, you were talking about cross-country working hard and football and all that stuff. I tell you, there is no one that works harder at their sport than Megan Bryan does. She is a, uh, she is a very, very hard worker. She spends a ton of time on the, on the practice screens, ton of time chipping, ton of time um, at, the, at the driving ranges. She just puts in the time and effort, and then you can see it when she gets out there. She's a confident young lady, um, and, and she's been really getting it done for us. And we're just excited to, you know, as she gets into this state tournament to see what she can do. Yeah, no doubt. I think it seems it seems like based based on paper and from the outside, you guys obviously are more connected with it being in the in the trenches every day but it seems like she's in a great position to make a lot of noise not only in the league but also in in the uh, sectionals next week it, she is she is and, and it's a fun group i mean i was out there uh walking around with them at the ecc tournament and um i mean it is just a fun group to be around and, and if they have a bad hole or bad shot or something like that they don't let it get it down they pick each other up 
and, and they move on to the next hole. And Coach Hausberger does a great job with that, you know, having them forget a bad shot or a bad hole and moving on. Um, but they, it is a very fun group. And like I said, you know, we got the Queen of the Hill coming up this week and then sectionals next week, so it'll be fun. Yeah, it's a busy time for them. Uh, girls volleyball, they're, they're right in the thick of things as far as the league goes. Uh, you've got a, a couple of uh, tough results last week, dropping a tough five-setter especially to uh, to Harrison. But you're ba- back at it tomorrow uh, at Walnut Hills and then a big one on Thursday against that team whose name I won't say this time. And uh, they're, in, they're in second place in the league. Want to get some revenge on them as it took, took them on about three weeks ago on September the 3rd and dropped a really tough five-setter. So exciting things for the volleyball team this week as they're trying to get back towards the top of the uh, of the league. Most definitely. I mean, Saturday against Harrison, it was a – I mean, our girls started out really, really hot and went in the first two sets. And then, I mean – I mean, Harrison is a very good team, very well-coached team, and they came back, and our girls fought like crazy, and we went down a couple times, and we made a run. Our girls just never quit fighting, and I think that's the uh, kind of persona that our girls take and really are uh, take into every single match, and that's what going against Turpin this week is we had a tough result the first time against them. Um, we look forward to seeing our girls fight, and I think that they are ready to go out there and battle against them and try and overcome the adversity that they've hit this week with a couple losses after being riding that high streak of a winning streak for a while. You know, Jason, another thing about our, our, our girls' uh, volleyball team, and, and we talked about it a little bit Tuesday, was uh, or last week, was uh, this past Tuesday we had special Olympian night. Yeah. And i got to tell you, it, it was it was unbelievable. Um, our our um, ECCSID Kevin Danette came out and did a really nice thing in our practice on Saturday, and he came out on Tuesday. He really promoted it from a league standpoint. Um, this past Friday, we played our football game was live on Spectrum, so they actually came down and did a little piece on on Coach Olson and the the girls volleyball program about how they're giving back to the community and just all the little tiny things they're doing. And it it was it was really really neat. I have not yet seen the piece, but I'm excited to see what it was on Spectrum. Um, but we, we just appreciate Kevin Danette coming out and doing that. Absolutely. And uh, before I let you go here, I want to touch on that uh, real quickly. We've, we talked about it as we kind of touched on here today. Uh, teams are winding up, winding down the regular season, starting to get ready for a postseason play here in, in just a matter of weeks. Uh, how nice is it to have an event like that during this time when the pressure's starting to ramp up? You you know the postseason's around the corner. To have that kind of event and kind of give everybody sort of a, I guess you could say, a mental break from the, all the rigors and the grind of the season to have an event like that. Uh, how how nice is that to have it at, at this time? Oh, it's great. It, it's great. It, you know, events like that, in, in any event, you realize how lucky you are to be in the situation the, the place and the situation that you're in. And, uh, you know, I think, number one, I think I'm the luckiest man in the world to have the position that I have. Um, and, and just to see, you know, Coach Olson and the things that she was doing with these young ladies and, and doing with our Special Olympians, um, you know, just really puts in perspective how lucky we all are that we have an opportunity to do the things we do every day. Yeah, it certainly is, and a good perspective on that, gentlemen. Uh, i gotta, I got to let you go there. Uh, Chris Newton, Zach McCormick, thank you very much for joining us here today. Uh, AndersonRedskins.org is where you can keep up with everything 
uh, Redskins Sports there is. And also, uh, gentlemen, real quickly, where can we find you on the Twitter so we can keep up with it on a daily basis? We got the uh, the AHS Redskins underscore AD, and we got the Anderson High SC1 for Twitter, and then we got the uh, Anderson – I need to look at the old Instagram, <laughs> Instagram real quick to pull it out. But the Instagram is HS Redskins Athletics. There you go. So make sure we're following on the Twitter and the Instagram. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us here today, and uh, we'll talk to you next week for another exciting week in uh, Redskin sports. Thanks, Jason. Thank really appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. All right. This has been our weekly 80 podcast featuring the Anderson Redskins here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.